This is a JTP Audio Podcast. My favorite part of the show. One day this song will get old. Today is not that day. Welcome to episode four, for some reason, of Good One Keith, the podcast entirely made of inside jokes for these three people sitting at this table and an audience of zero. My name is Jason Portizio, your podcaster master. I'm Trashboat Dickinson. I'm Walter with a last name. And today we are joined by Joe Chikalis, who, uh, hey. who openly admits to being friends with Keith for a long time. I guess I had few options at the time. So what? Isn't it supposed to be episode five? Yeah, it is, it is five? episode five. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go ahead and adjust. Uh, let's see if we can do this without actually. <laughs> oh, shit, it is episode five. Hold I, on. I think we lost a week. Is it easier to just delete one of the previous episodes? Yeah, the dogmatic one is easy to get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys, don't do that. See, we could just replace him with a uh, trash boat. Hold on. Or Rolf from the Muppets. So, uh, uh, I can't reach my keyboard. Nathan, can you just uh, hit backspace and then five or delete and then yeah, five. delete in the top right there we go there we uh, go five all right <laughs> okay difficult technical yes. difficulties nope, clear nope, the rest te- of it we can fix no, in post no technically it's totally fine there's nothing wrong with the technicality of right. it i'm just dumb well no no it, it i don't is- want you thinking that i'm stupid enough to make a uh, a technical error i want you to think that i can't uh. fucking count Jason, don't say disparaging things about post. yourself. <laughs> We're going to wait to do that until Keith gets on the phone. Right, right. right. So, hi, Joe. How you doing? Hey, Joe. I'm Steven, really is good, that Steven? You know? Steven, Steven. Yeah, he, 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 it said he can't hear you. And I think <laughs> he would ignore you anyway. Probably for the best. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it just, it sounds so much so much fun. Steven, Steven, Steven. <laughs> See if you can edit him in later. Yeah, Steven. We'll just, uh, we'll just backspace it again, episode five and a half. <laughs> Steven. <laughs> so uh, how long have you known Keith? I've known Keith since um, October 25th, 2002. Specific. Wow. Yeah. Is that um, the day he was born? It's, no, I, I, I worked with um, Chris Brewer of uh, local Asbury tattoo fame. He was our, ep- he was uh, our guest last week. Yes. Yeah, a real episode oh, for Okay. Perfect. Wonderful. So you made the rounds of, of Keith. And I guess that makes sense. So, so Chris and I worked at blockbuster together. First job. Uh, it was my first job anyway. Um, and uh, I don't know. It was like one of our first times, like hanging out outside of work. And we went to this, punk show that my friend put on uh it was an old bridge um i'll think of where it is in a minute but it's uh it was uh it was so we went to this show um chris introduced me to his his good friend keith who i think actually at the time was the only one of us that was old enough to drive so that was significant so afterward after the show we like went outside we passed like a bowl around or something uh, and that was, you know, that was a very fun, hip social moment for me being like 16 and like hanging out with friends from work and whatever, and meeting people and smoking weed. And, um, then we all said, we're going to go to the diner, which is familiar territory for Keith, obviously, but, uh, I had the most terrifying car ride ever because, which I, I now know is just 
how Keith drives. It's nothing to do with being stoned or whatever, but it was, yeah, like, well, like they teach you in school and everything. Like you get in a car with somebody who's intoxicated and they fucking drive off a cliff and shit. So, so <laughs> Keith did not drive himself a cliff, but he did like typical Keith things. Like, I don't know, like missing a lane. And, I don't know. He's like uh, on the gas, off the gas, whatever. It was enough to make 16 year old Joe Chickalese very nervous. So, um, <laughs> to be fair, so does and then, and, and and then we get to the diner, and he's telling me about all these stories about his car getting stolen and, and yada yada. So I don't know. I, I kind of realized maybe I'm dealing with the dangerous dude, <laughs> which is you know, to this day he is known uh, as Carjack Keith. So. <laughs> I, I had never known him as Carjack Keith. Uh, Joe, I gotta stop well, you. I gotta stop you right there. You keep saying the diner. Which diner do you mean? Oh, so this was. This would have been. Uh, hmm. Where were we? Uh, where were we coming from? I have to reorient myself. That's my favorite diner too. It, we <laughs> we had uh, different diners at different points in our in our lives. I mean, at that point in time. Oh, you know where it might have been. Because we were in Old Bridge. What's the big one in, in Old Bridge on Route 9 when you get up there? I don't even know if it's still there anymore. Is there, it's like a know. big, like, beaming. I don't know. Like, a very diner. significant diner. The Seville comes to mind. I don't know if that's correct. I might be making that up. Mm-hmm. But it, but it was, uh, it was a hell of a diner, I, I assure you. And, and it would have been in the days when you could smoke in a diner in New Jersey. So you're talking. Nice. Class. Uh, back when you can like have coffee at three <laughs> o'clock in the morning because you're because uh, you want to stay up and smoke more. Mm-hmm. You go to the diner oh, yeah. at two o'clock in the morning. You can get yourself a steak, get some pussy, get you know dates, whatever you want. Were, were, were both of those things on the menu? I, I just it might as well have been. I never saw how much that would yeah. be. Also, did they have the jukeboxes where you would put in a quarter and get play a song? Or was they it like, did have that shit? Yes. Or was it like the Tom's River Diner jukeboxes diner right where you like you put in the quarter and fucking nothing happens and you get disappointment? Yeah. <laughs> Those are my favorite diners. So, Joe, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you, and what do you do? Um, I am a, um, I guess, a retired weirdo. Um, mm-hmm. We never I used really to be like you. <laughs> no, I don't know. I uh, like. I have a kid. I uh, live in. Town. I'm I'm a councilman. I'm an elected official. I was say, you're, you're an elected official. I um, absolutely should have turned this down. There's an election. Oh, yeah. I have to get reelected this year. So, I support your policies, but, you know, no matter what listen, they are. Listen, as Joe long- Biden can go on on the Breakfast Club, I can certainly do this. Yes, we're the lunch club. <laughs> I, I think taking a a strong anti Keith stand is uh, is going to bolster your uh, your numbers a little bit. You'll get my vote. I think so. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm going to move to Heightstown just to vote for you, and then I'll fucking leave. Please, yeah, that's, that's actually that's how, how lo- most of our pop- most of our population. Yeah, that's how long we'll af- be leaving that, when how, I get elected. That's how long I can afford to live in Heightstown. Is that what they just promised it, you, or that's what you think? Uh, well, you know, you can never believe anybody in election season, so got to take them at face value. Yeah, I don't want to think about the Breakfast Club right now because I don't want to think about Trump in that suit going. You just got four more years. <laughs> yeah. You mess with the bull, you get the horns. I think Trump is a little more like, a little less like the Breakfast Club principle and a little more like the Ferris Bueller principle. Because that guy, I can see that. Because that guy's a a rapist. All right, we should probably get (laughs) off of uh, the subject of Trump and maybe try out one of these cards from Poddex. 
I got to do this first. Hashtag powered by Poddex. This is a question from the What the Heck Deck. Before you get into that, uh, the, the, our sponsorship with Poddex has actually become official Ooh. as of this episode. Uh, go to poddex.com, really? use, the, uh, use the promo code JTP Audio, who makes this podcast, and uh, you get, I believe you get 10% off your order, and you'll be helping out this podcast uh, a little bit, too. Wow. So uh, if you think these are as fun as we do, go ahead and check out poddex.com. We're official now. All right, so, Joe, here's a question for you. Have you ever had a this-can't-be-happening moment, and what was it? Like a this-can't-be-happening with moment with Keith? Um, it, I mean, that would be great, but otherwise, uh, any other point in your life. If this is going to segue into the story you wanted to tell about Keith... Um, Even better? We can use that as a jumping off point into, into your story. Uh, this can't be happening moment, I don't know. Like... Probably, probably this one right now. Which, that is fair. Uh, earlier today when I was asked to do this. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's this shouldn't be happening, followed by I don't want this to be happening. Yeah, this yeah, is the like, worst <laughs> position you and I have ever been in, Joe. Followed by can we erase when, the when tape little, on this? The little loading bar on Zoom when it was almost finished. That's what I said. This can't be happening. <laughs> like, oh, shit, I'm really going to um, do this. I don't, you know, I, I don't know. I like, because... At the risk of being personal, I don't, I don't know if I want to. If I want to start a, if I want to finish a story that starts with this can't be happening, you know, like it could, could be something bad. I'm not. I have no, no, no examples, but you know. Nathan, right. Nathan, what do you got? Okay, you got another one. You got another card. No. Uh, okay, so um, I would like to preface by saying that I've been married for 18 years. Congratulations. So it was about 18 years ago on Dark and Stormy <laughs> Night. <laughs> 18 years is how long I've known Keith. That's scary. Yeah, that is, that's frightening. Congratulations. Let's, uh, let, let's go to the interview deck. This is uh, the first interview deck uh, from Poddex. Uh, Joe, get, just say, say when. No. When? Right here. Uh, I think he said say when. How? Yeah, I know. I, I have a problem with authority. Is that going to be a problem? No, not at all. I uh, I join you on that one. He is not. Okay. Joe gets my vote. He's not beholden to saying specific words that he doesn't play by the Damn rules. Right. The uh, the establishment politicians want him to say when, but he says yes instead. <laughs> this message this this message is sponsored by Joe Chickalese. <laughs> Sponsored when they by say Joe Chickalese. I don't say how high, I say now. I say when. <laughs> so you're a libertarian then? <laughs> um, I don't know. Libertarian is so che- libertarianism is, is so cheap. It's basically saying like, I don't know, fuck y'all, whatever like government shit politics you want to do. I just kind of want to keep my guns and weed. Well, I mean, not pay that's, that's the way everybody feels. Jay, yeah. you got a question for us? I do. Um, let's uh, let's let's start with this one. So we got uh, what book belongs on everyone's bookshelf? What book belongs on everyone's bookshelf? I, you know, I, I'm a firm believer, and my wife doesn't agree with me that like you should buy a lot of books that you never intend to read. You know, like because I, I go through a lot of like oh yeah, the, I just call those sales. books. <laughs> you know, especially if it came, from, you know, it came from like an estate sale, and it's just like all the books that some old person had. You know, I'm not talking good. about Nazi propaganda. No, I have some good exclusively. books exclusively, <laughs> but I you know, only if they're hollowed out and they have like um, uh, one of those like German Luger's hidden or inside. Or a bar of Definitely, Nazi gold. Yeah. 
I think uh, the book that should be on everyone's bookshelves is obviously The Joy of Sex. Um, you know, it. Um, I mean, sticky pages are okay, but still should be on the <laughs> shelf. Yeah, Walter, I agree with you. Walter's still working through the uh, table of contents. Sexy words, man. <laughs> Uh, I think um, uh, I, I think you should definitely have um, uh, a, a book that made a book to, to go back and reread that has made you change how you think a little bit. Uh, I mean, the, the the book that I enjoyed the most, I read it uh, right at the end of high school. Uh, it's super dark and has an even darker movie. But uh, Clockwork Orange um, was uh, okay, was yeah. just a, a really interesting, especially with uh, just the that the, the made up NADSAT language that's used through the whole thing. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the way it looks into like, you know, human conditioning and things like that. And, you know, what is choice and, uh, just, just really cool stuff. And it's, uh, so if, if it, if it kind of changes your perspective once it's worth going back and rereading again, um, and in, in the same, for the, for the same reasons and on the complete opposite side of being the darkest book possible, um, I have the complete collection of Calvin and Hobbes. Um, and I remember reading every single one of the books when I was like, six eight ten something like that some you know a child and uh now that i'm in my 30s i really really want to go back and reread them again and uh i feel like i'll appreciate it just as much but on a different for different reasons mm-hmm. um so go ahead and get yourself some uh some comics that you read when you were a kid and go make yourself happy as an adult Let's see. That's great. i was a very like um i i think i failed to properly be immature as a child i sometimes i attribute my immaturity as an adult to my lack of immaturity as a child. I tried a little too hard to be grown up. Oh, the Michael Jackson. So like when I was, <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he knows how I feel. Um, I, uh, I did like black like me for a book report in like fourth grade. And like, I don't know. I have like a, I, I struggle sometimes with nostalgia the way that everybody else does, because like, I, I just, uh, I, like I didn't, watch the same things or like do a lot. And I'm not trying to be like, you know, all that stuff was beneath me or, you know, but like too, uh, too much weird, obscure shit. When I was a kid, like my parents making me watch tapes of romper room and shit, you know, it sounds it like horrible. before my time. It sounds really, no, no, it was brutal. really brutal. bad. Brutal. No, no. <laughs> um, I know, but I, I wish I had like, um, the comic books to go back to. I don't know. I didn't really I uh, I also enjoy reading Super Fudge and Tales of the Fourth Grade Nothing. Yeah, those are great. Yeah, oh yeah, Shel Silverstein books are, are amazing. Oh yeah, like, uh, Shel are, Silverstein. They never. Uh, and that's another one that like evolved that that grows with you. Like, you know, it's, just, it's the same poem. It's been the same poem for thirty you keep years. Getting more out of it, but uh, yeah, like yeah, like, big time. Reading it, reading it as a seven year old, and then reading it as a thirty year old. Same thing with yeah. that limerick about that uh, man who went to Nantucket. Yeah. The Giving Tree, it's like that. But so for me, the book I think everybody should have on their bookshelf is uh, "Everything Is Eventual" by Stephen King, because it has uh, the real story of Hearts in Atlantis, which is an awesome short story, and then it also has the Ten O'clock People, which is one of the best vampire stories ever. Yeah, it seems a little too early for me. I'd prefer maybe like the Eleven Thirty People. <laughs> don't don't encourage him. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to laugh at my jokes. So Stanley Kubrick did both A Clockwork Orange and The Shining. That's though. true. Yeah, so there's two authors that are linked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I have a Stanley uh, Kubrick story. Would you like to hear it? It doesn't involve Keith. When, uh, 
not directly, but I could try to work him in if you want. Is it about how Mark uh, met him and then punched all those little people? When you what? Just, when you tell the story, Kubrick. when you tell the story, I'm going to picture Stanley Kubrick, but he's going to be played by Keith in the in the movie Whoa. in my head. This is going to be uh, Keith as Stanley Kubrick, um, making Shelley Long's life hell. Okay, so picture this: the story is. I'm 20 years old, and I find out that Stanley Kubrick has two arms. So how does Stanley read, Kubrick fans <laughs> picture into this? I, well, when when I was probably like 12 or 13, I read on an IMD message board somewhere where someone was sarcastically trying to, to comment about um, the other commenters, like uh, lack of credibility in the field of Stanley Kubrick. And so he said something like, like, oh, sure, if you believe that, you must believe that Stanley Kubrick lost his arm in an airplane accident. And, and uh, so I just, for some reason, I took that to mean that he actually did lose his arm in an accident. So <laughs> I'm 100% ready to go down this rabbit hole with you right now. Is this just a, a misunderstanding in how a, a sentence was framed? But he does have two I, arms. It, he does have two arms, yes. it was. Uh, or does um, he? I think the person's point was that he has two arms and, and that any, anyone who believes otherwise would just be silly. You know who else and has so two arms? So, the devil. Well, the, you, you know who else has two arms? Is, Neil Armstrong. And this is more proof that Stanley Kubrick faked the moon landing. Yeah. yeah. What's Neil Armstrong spelled backwards? Touche. Stanley Kubrick faked the moon landing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the inside of the shuttle had the, uh, the shining carpet. I knew it. Yeah. Was yeah. it shining because it Because uh, he just made that up right now. Yep. Yeah. That's a really like good rumor. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's a really good rumor. You have authority. Now you put Joe McCall they in there. They wouldn't give you a and podcast. He built, and he built that whole shuttle with one arm. That's actually really impressive. Yeah, it's impressive. <laughs> Especially he, what, got it blown off in Indonesia in a space shuttle uh, accident? No, it was Micronesia. <laughs> it's really impressive. No, he ripped it off himself and threw it at Shelley Long just to, right. make, just, just to freak her out a little bit. <laughs> just to make a and point. Gave her just to freak her out a little bit. Right. She was like, whoa. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this was out of the interview deck uh, of Poddex. Hashtag powered by Poddex. Check out Poddex.com. You can use the promo code JTP Audio. Get yourself some Poddex for yourself and make a new podcast better than this one. I dare you. I mean, you really don't have to try that hard. Try like the smallest amount possible. <laughs> All right, we're trying to swing for the fences and see if we can get glory this time. <sighs> oh, we we haven't gotten a story, his, his his story yet. I heard a story. He, he told it, about going to the Birchill nightclub. Yeah, and yeah, yeah it Keith. was the Birchill. Was that was that now? Was that a story about how you Thanks, met Paul. Keith, or is that your the Keith story you wanted to tell? Uh, no, no. So actually, I had a story I wanted to tell, and now since we're talking about. Keith and stuff. I don't know. I mean, let's, let's get your, let's get your official on the record Keith story. Joe Chicklis, you have the floor. So my Keith story was going to be that I, I went to Chris Brewer's house one night. Again, we're talking on probably, well, I had to be 17 or 18 at the time. So I swiped from my parents' liquor cabinet, a uh, water bottle full of Johnny Walker red. That's okay. Which, uh, well, yeah, I thought it was very fancy because it was it, the date on it was like 1968 or something, yeah. uh, which to which turns out it, it was uh, it was not good. It was just it was inexpensive, just old. But so anyway, I, I 
<laughs> dumped that whatever it was, believing at the time that it was very valuable. I dumped that shit into a water bottle and I took it to Chris Brewer's house. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, also being 17 or 18, I didn't really know that like you can't drink a water bottle full of whiskey. And like once, I mean, you can, you can, it's not advisable, especially, you know, it may not stay where you intended it to. No, it stayed. It was, uh, <laughs> it was more about everything else that transpired after. So, um, it gets to be a little late. I don't know. I'm, I'm probably not really cognizant. Uh, well, I'm definitely not cognizant, but I'm probably not awake. So Chris Brewer has to like get my shoes on, uh, somehow get me up the stairs. Uh, he passed this is out the point with his shoes life, off. But, yeah. Like, so I don't, drink like that anymore that, yeah but that's you know, a pro obviously move, dude. that was that was a different part of part of my life now when i drink like that i just i'm less worried about what chris brewer's mom is doing at the time uh <laughs> for the most part but so we should get her on the next I, episode he, he had to like sneak me out of the house or whatever and he's waiting for keith Keith is is working at Blockbuster and, and we're waiting for him to get off or whatever. So so he comes over to help out and we have to get my truck. I have like a, an F one fifty with a, a five speed and all this. So uh, oh, and it's snowing. It's also it's there's, there was a blizzard. So um, so Keith shows up and tries to help as much as he can, but I'm pretty belligerent. And like the plan is for Keith to drive my truck to my house, which is only like a, a mile, mile and a half away. It's right around the corner, you know? Uh, so, so Keith is supposed to drive my truck home. Chris is going to go to my house and pick him up. But, uh, the problem is like, they talk about this and they don't really tell me anything probably because I wouldn't have understood at the time. So, uh, <clears throat> so Keith and I go to like get in the truck and <laughs> he puts the key in the ignition and, you know, remember it's snowing. So he goes, where's the windshield wipers? How do I turn the wipers on? So in my drunken wisdom, I reach over and grab the keys from the ignition and say, you're too drunk. You can't drive. Forget it. <laughs> Don't even know where the windshield wipers are. I think I'm going to let you drive this, my dad's truck. So I insist that I have to drive, even though I'm the one that had a water bottle full of whiskey. And he was the one that was at work, not, I mean, presumably not imbibing anything. Right. So, uh, so there's a little bit of a struggle and it's, you know, there's snow everywhere and everything. So, uh, apparently a police car while we're, we're, so like, I'm, I'm trying to like kick him out of the car and, and drive the car. And and he's trying to pull me out. Obviously the right thing to do, pull me out. He told me later that, that uh, he was thinking about if he could just punch me, if he could just like real, <laughs> real quick one punch, you know, but then he's got to think about like, I don't know, you know, then he's got some <laughs> drunk idiot chasing him across the lawn in the snow. And uh, so, so whatever, I, I kind of wish he did punch me because it, it would have distracted me enough, you know, but so, <laughs> we're, we're like trying to bet oh he tries to back the truck up it gets stuck in the snow so then it becomes a problem of like like he already got me convinced to not drive the car but now he kind of needs me to try to like help get my truck out and so like i kind of do have to drive it a little bit 
So we're like bunny hopping it in the snow and like this embankment trying to get it out. And, you know, uh, a police car comes and pulls up. And so the guy like yells from the window, are you guys okay? And uh, Keith, well, thankfully, I I probably didn't know if it was really a police car or a spaceship or anything at that point. (laughs) But so Keith took care of it. And he's like, yeah, we're just stuck in the snow. We, we got it. We're good. You know, we, we'll pull it out. So he's like, okay. So he takes off. And, um, I, I believe when you get the, the version from Keith that he'll be able to fill in other details involving this same cop. Oh, we'll, 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 we'll get him on in a minute. Yeah, we can't wait. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, uh, he's so, already waiting for the phone call because he thinks we did a different <laughs> podcast earlier today. And I'm just excited to tell him all about it. So um, the takeaway from this story is you, you you lost in a in a fight with Keith. No, because well, he, Keith didn't take the shot. Okay. Well, I mean, he was yeah. wrestling him for the for the keys, and I'm just saying that just Joe lost to, to Keith. Yeah, you lost in a wrestling match to Keith Baird. Is what what the story is about. Well, so while he's hanging out of the door, and we're trying to get the the truck, like like I mean, honestly, he's like pushing. And, and I'm trying to back the truck up, you know, and like dump the clutch and try to get out of this embankment in the snow. Uh, so I, I get it out basically. And I pull him with me hanging out of the door of the truck and the, the door catches Chris's Camaro that he's trying to sell, uh, and like scrapes the hood, fucks up the door of my dad's truck. So, uh, but the truck is out now. So I'm like sheepish because now I know I really fucked up. Like I like messed up my dad's truck and Chris's Camaro. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm, I'm drunk and still a little belligerent. So whatever. So I, I, I get over into the passenger seat. Keith drives it home. I think while we were doing all of, all of this, Chris, was waiting in front of my house and kind of none the wiser that there was any struggle at all. <laughs> he was just like, why are you guys taking so fucking long? So then the police car pulls up behind him. Cause I guess he ran my, my dad's plates on the truck and, uh, he wants to know what's going on. And Chris is like, um, just here for, uh, you know, my friend, I don't know. Is, was, was there an issue? Cause he doesn't want to say that like, yeah, I'm here waiting for my friends who were, who were trying to get here, you know, cause my friend is drunk or whatever, drunk, drinking underage, heaven forbid. So he doesn't know what to say to the cops. So he just kind of like, I don't even know. You'd have to ask him when he made, he had to make up some story for the cops. So they get me home. Everything is mostly okay. They take off your pants about, slowly. Well, no, we all know what happened. Uh, Keith pulled out his gold card and made everything go away. Obviously. Yeah, did Keith's gold PBA card uh, uh, fix the truck at all? Was it bent at this time? Yeah, was it was it bent or was it solid? It did, it did not help me at this time because pretty much everything was hunky dory except at like eleven o'clock the next day. My dad gets up to have his coffee and goes out and sees the door of his truck is all bent out of shape and yeah. can barely close. Plus and so I try to be like, Chris, I try to be like Chris Farley and say like, what, what did you do? I was just like, uh, uh, you should have gone Steve Urkel. So, did well, I, I do I, that? 
there was snow or whatever. Solid so timely I, reference, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it's still popular, right? He would have been watching that on Friday night. That I pulled over to get out to like check the, the tires or something on the truck, and and some guy uh, slid and like whacked the door with the corner of his truck and and then just drove off, and there was nothing I could do about it. Oh, so that's like, a good cover I story. actually told my dad like two months ago the real story. And he was he was not surprised that uh, the story I told him was bullshit. <laughs> huh. Well, let's see if we can get Keith to corroborate this story. Let's see if we can fill in some gaps here. Is that a text from Keith? I don't know. Lost a fight to Keith. <laughs> All right. Cross your fingers. I got this. Your call has been forwarded oh. to an automatic. Oh, oh my God. Even wait for it to rain twice. It goes straight to the fucking wow. button. Wow. He is definitely wow. screening us today. Hold on. No, no. Just wait for him to call back. He's probably on another podcast right now. I yeah. know. Really? With his schedule? He's a busy guy. <laughs> you know, dancing down the street we'll to us. See what's up. Um, in the meantime, let's, uh, let's crack open the, uh, the Would You Rather deck. I like this one a lot. Oh, boy. That's the red deck coming from Poddex. Hashtag powered by Poddex. Uh... Joe, you're our guest. Uh, once again, uh, I don't care if you say what or when or who. or uh, You can just grunt Ding. if you want. You can say anything you want. Whenever you say anything, I'm going to stop doing Me. this. Me. All right. Wow. You chose a really, really weird word. Wow, that was right on the tip of your tongue already. Roy Laven. And, and you, were, you were planning that one. You because had that. You could pick any word. are always funnier. Yeah. <laughs> you could pick any word. Yeah, kangaroo. I mean, penis. 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 <laughs> That's an episode one reference, if you've ever listened to the show, Joe. Uh, would you rather have very fat arms with skinny legs or vice versa? Very, hmm. very fat very arms with skinny legs skinny. or very skinny arms and fat legs? Yeah, me I too. Think I, would go with, I think I'd go with skinny legs. You know? You no, can, skinny legs. Because it's really it's a numbers game with pants. You know, if you could say, like, oh, I'm a size 30. But like, you know, even your, your arms are balloons. I always had this idea that like, I would definitely settle for having like a perfect body and just having one thumb that's just like hideously over, like you can drag it behind you because it's like 50 pounds. I don't know, I'm probably 50 or 60 pounds overweight. So like a 50 or 60 pound thumb that you just have to like hide behind you. We're going to all chime in on the rest of this. I got Keith here. So uh, let me take care of this real quick. Wonderful. Hey, there you are. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, dude? Doing pretty good. Yeah, we uh, we did some podcasting today. Um, what uh, what do you got going on right now? You got a few minutes? Uh, I do. Cool. Why so, do you uh, ask? Uh, well, I want to talk to you about the uh, about the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. We uh, we yeah, we got the, we got to record everything. It was awesome, and it's happening right now. Hey, Keith. Keith, welcome to episode five of Good One, Keith. Are you Wait, dancing to your favorite was- song? I thought this was. <laughs> I thought this Keith, don't interrupt the song. The song is going, Keith. We don't talk during the song. Wait, you guys are talking. Uh, that's enough of that. No, I can talk during the song. <laughs> One more time. All right, that's enough of that. Uh, seriously, how are you doing, Keith? Even Jay gets sick of that song after a while. <laughs> no, I don't. The hell I do. <laughs> Can't get. We've sick got of a two-hour loop of that song. <laughs> 
Uh, After you wrapped up the earlier podcast, all you did the rest of the day was just listen to that. Oh, we actually canceled the other podcast and just listened to that song over and over again instead. That was the podcast. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Keith, we got a special guest here today. Uh, Do you recognize this voice? Hello, Keith. Hello, Joe? Yeah. Now, that's a pretty oh, safe yeah. guess. He didn't give a last name. That's a, that's a safe guess. Like Definitely if you're gonna if you're gonna guess somebody's first name, Joe is a safe one. It, it, I know at least five Pete? Joes. See, playing the numbers. <laughs> I don't know. Joe Tickleys. Yeah, there oh, you go. Good, good, good job. Good job, Keith. Good job. Liter- literally, and I mean this. I mean this truthfully. Good, good one, Keith. Keith. Thank you. <laughs> Not sarcastically, like that's I always do. The name do. of the show. It's true. Yeah. yeah. He said the thing. It's like saying the name of the town of the band that you're in. You know that kind of thing. No, it's like yeah, it's like saying that, that it's like right saying on. the name of the movie in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I have to be Superman Five. <laughs> 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 Roll credits. <laughs> so Keith. So Jack, tell us about the time you and Drunk Joe Chikalis got a car out of a snowbank and wrecked Strange Brew's Camaro. Uh, okay. I will try to give the short version of this. Please don't. Okay. Yeah. No need uh, for shortness. Listen, the, the podcasting is free, so just take all the time you want, all right? It's already before. <laughs> Floor is yours. Working, I was working at Blockbuster at the time, mm-hmm. and I remember it was like maybe I was doing a closing shift, so that was like till 12, maybe 1 o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. And like from nine or ten o'clock onward, we kept getting calls from uh, last week's guest, uh, Chris Strangebrew. Keith, are you almost done with work? Come over to my house. It was like maybe like five or ten minutes away, his house from this blockbuster. So all throughout the night, he must have called like five or six times. Keith, are you almost done? Yes, I'm almost done. I'm going to come over there. So I get out of work. <clears throat> it's the middle of like December or January. So snow is falling. It's very peaceful, very beautiful. I get to Chris's house. He throws me Joe's uh, pickup keys. Says, all right, meet me at Joe's house. Let me borrow your car. I'm going to take him there. He's in a truck. It was a stick shift uh, truck. And Chris didn't know how to drive stick shift at the time. I was mediocre at it at the time. And still are. Still are. I've gotten slightly better. Um, so I see Joe in the truck. I get in the driver's seat. I say, uh, Hey, Joe, how you doing? He's kind of slumped a bit, kind of quiet. He just kind of shrugs like, oh. He's like, all right. So Joe had been teaching me how to drive his pickup, so I started. One thing he did not show me, because we didn't have the need for it, he didn't show me where the windshield wipers were. That was one question I asked. (laughs) Joe, where are the windshield wipers? (laughs) He reaches over, pulls the keys out. He goes, Keith. You are too drunk to drive. <laughs> Move over. I got to drive. You don't I even know like, where the windshield wipers are. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, Joe, give me, give me the keys. I got to drive. Keith, I, we can't. I, I got to drive home. Joe, let me drive you home. We're not at your home. How can you get home? Let me drive home. Joe, I got to take you home. We're not at my home. That's what I'm saying. I got it. It was, you couldn't reason with him. So, <laughs> so after like this back and forth, at one point there was a cop car that had pulled over and like flashed his lights at us. I was like, Joe, give me the keys. There's a 
fucking cop right there. He was like, no, there isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see his badge first. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness he didn't get out of his car. He, for some reason or another, kept going. And then after a bit, Joe was like, wait, I don't have my cell phone. He's like, what do you mean you don't have your cell phone? I think I dropped it in the, in the snow somewhere. I was like, all right. So we both get out and start looking for it. And then Chris's mom comes out. There's <laughs> She's two like, more what records. are you boys doing out there? I was like, uh, we're looking for Joe's cell phone. Meanwhile, out of the corner of my eyes, he just started walking back toward the truck. I was like, oh, I think we found it. Good night, Mrs. Brewer. You can go back inside now. <laughs> uh, luckily, she did. She didn't witness the next thing because literally I jumped right in the car. And with me hanging out the door, he peels backwards, hits the open door across Chris's hood of his Camaro. <laughs> Uh, and just has me kind of hanging there. I'm kicking his foot off the shift to shut the engine off, and he keeps putting it back on. Keith, I gotta get home. We're not at your home. I gotta. <laughs> and just like for a second, I'm like, what if I just hit him? I didn't do that. Instead, I just dove in, kicked his legs off the shift, grabbed the keys out of the ignition, and said, "Get in the fucking passenger seat." All right. Keith, roll for intimidation. I get in the driver's seat and I go, where's the fucking windshield wipers? (laughs) (laughs) He points. (laughs) Thank you. I close the door and I start going. Halfway there, I see Chris walking outside the road. He's like, dude, where the fuck were you? I was like, stay there. I'll explain later. Nice. Finally get Joe to his house. Joe, we're home. Oh, we're at my house. Thanks, man. You're welcome. <laughs> Take your keys. I uh, I get into my car. Now, I get Chris, and uh, he said that on the way to Joe's, he actually got stopped by a cop. And this was uh, back when he had the, uh, it was called the Cinderella license or something, when like 16-year-olds, they had their license but couldn't stay out past midnight, I guess. Yeah, if you're listening outside of New Jersey, uh, it's, it's either Cinderella license or provisional license. Uh, they... I never heard it called the Cinderella license. That's... That's like the nickname for it. The nickname for it. So he had that. The officer saw that. He was like, you know, you're not supposed to be out. This lady was like, I know, officer, I'm sorry. Um I'm having my one friend drive my other friend. He's got Crohn's disease and he can't drive. And the cop was like, uh, was that in a pickup truck on the side of the road? He was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, I, I passed by those guys a few minutes ago. All right, fine. Because you're helping your buddy out. It was at that point Keith puts his gold PBA card away. <laughs> Ready to start playing his ace. In Jackson, I assume that uh, the Cinderella license means that even if you make it home with one shoe on, you're still good. Or it still means oh, you have a pumpkin yeah. in your ass. <laughs> yeah. Jackson. So my question, Keith, uh, did you ever find out where the windshield wipers were? Uh, once I got him into the passenger seat again and asked where they were, he did begrudgingly point. Huh. Right. So, so, it has, so it has a happy ending. It does. It has a lesson learned for all. You really, I learned where the windshield wipers you were. You really made him let the secret loose of where he hid his windshield wiper fluid. And that was a secret he was keeping probably for his whole life if he could have. 
Also, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think it was a family secret passed down through generations, <laughs> and uh, it took driving with me hanging out the door to finally get him to admit. <laughs> and Keith deflowered me in that regard. Yeah, and every other regard. That's something. Something also, I never thought I'd Well, say. that's a different story. That's, uh, <laughs> that's well, episode six. Walter is right. The subtitle for this episode should be Joe Chickley's Loses a Fight to Keith. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, actually, it should be called Chris's Camaro lost the fight to both Keith and Joe. Really. <laughs> yeah, I'll call it that. The death of a Camaro. <laughs> I mean, you got to remember that we're talking about like early two thousands New Jersey. Like a Camaro is that's, about that's as a, good as it gets. That's a good time for Camaro, dude. His yeah. first car too. Yeah, no, you don't. Uh, you don't mess with that. That was his but, first uh, car. Yeah, I mean well, yeah. that was the first one. Yeah. We'll have to bring uh, we'll have to bring Chris back on the show and uh, <laughs> get his thoughts yeah, on that. Yeah, rehash. We've got to talk about his days. He he worked in a pizza place. He drove a we Camaro. Get the, like it doesn't get any more that. Jersey than that. That's a whole different we show. We'll, we'll do uh, we'll do we'll do a good one. Good one, Strange Brew. Yeah, the, uh, the, <laughs> the spinoff. Didn't Strange Brew suggest that we do good one, Joe Chickalis? Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have a good one every day. Yeah. Eventually, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not even involved anymore. It's just the three of you just saying, "Hey, hey, remember that time we did this?" It's like, yeah. Five, yeah, little five second episodes. I remember. Story Mark, three. Story hey, 10. you remember yeah. Jackson? <laughs> no. Believe me, Mark is fearing the day that you guys will run out of uh, good one Keith stories and be like, "Hey, you know what? I'll bet good his one, brother Mark. has a few stories." No, <laughs> that'll never happen. I mean, uh, there, there has to be entertaining stories, and uh, that doesn't really seem synonymous with Mark. Yeah, we're also not going to mention his band ever. No. Yeah, never, ever, 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 never, ever. You mean the Godlings? It's never a good thing to right. give Mark Baird a spotlight or, you know, a microphone. Just going to avoid it. I, you know, <laughs> or attention. <laughs> he, he was on episode two, and actually I will give Mark a lot of credit for uh, uh, introducing the format of the show of, of telling Keith stories. Um, <laughs> he, he was the first one to do that, and uh, we kind of ran with it from He's there. Prob- yeah, I mean, I guess he'd have the longest history with Keith. He has known Keith literally his entire life. So, yeah. you gotta get Kathy Baird on here. Oh, yeah, God, damn Baird it. Mama. That's the second person to suggest that. Yep. Oh, the Mama Baird. Wait, I, I have a. Can Can we include my Keith Baird impression? Oh, please. oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. Let's I mean, uh, my my Kathy Baird impression. Oh, yeah, that works. Um, can you do one of each? We always used to say that. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, we always used to say that Keith's mom would say Keith. Keith, you have to use the force, Keith. That's, you know, I don't know. That's as jokey as it gets. That's really. <laughs> I just because we and Mark aren't that, to that Star Wars, what, so that was always okay. the thing. Keith, you use you the have force. To know that, your brother uses the force. That's right. That's right. Your brother. I don't know why we give my mom an old Jewish lady impression. <laughs> but say, like, you're not well, Jewish. She's, an old she's Italian. Italian that's close enough. Sounds, it's hard to do a Russian yeah, accent. They're the you know? same thing. Why can't you be like your brother Luke? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen. This is an interview show. So, hey, Keith. Oh, uh, yes. Hey, Keith. This is hey. a, a question off the interview deck from Poddex. This is, this is getting powered by Poddex. It sounds like it's getting sexy now. So, it's very. What weird food combinations do you really enjoy? Uh, we had that in the last episode. I don't think we're going to uh... we're going to pick check it out. We're going to pull another one. Ready? <laughs> yes. What is something you hate but you wish you loved? Uh, shuffling, apparently, Nathan. 
strawberry <laughs> ice cream with gummy bears and Butterfinger. Oh, wait, that was the answer to the last Hold question. Hold on. I would go Keith Baird. Okay. All right. Keith. Well, Keith. Which, which one are we doing, Ethan? Keith Baird. That was a good one. What makes you feel old? Having a kid. <laughs> I don't know. I hear I, they say that everything changes when you have a kid. And, uh, what, what has changed? Um, it's actually like 20 times more intense than Punxsutawney. There's no way that could be correct. So 20 times the amount of drugs and alcohol, and that's what yeah. being a parent is? Yeah. That's I mean, how you're you not maintain. wrong. I mean... <laughs> Nathan, back me up on this. No. <laughs> no, his kids can't take that much I'm, drugs now. Out of all of you, I am the only <laughs> one that's actually married. I'm married to, to, to my craft. Uh, I'm married to the thug life, Walter. Yeah. <laughs> it. So um, what makes me feel old is the, um, the fact that only gray hairs uh, grow long out of my face. Um, I cannot grow a real beard, but the longest ones are the gray ones, and they stick out about two to three inches. I used to hate the uh, the, the white and gray hairs in my beard. I used to I used to pluck them out and kind of like I was like afraid of them. Um, and like I don't know if they either just like you know started taking over more territory and started winning uh, started winning that war, or if I just kind of like just you know embraced the uh, the salt and pepper kind of look. But I should I, I like the grays in my beard right now, so it's kind of it's a, it's a look. You gotta just own it. There's, there's really no other way. You're not gonna win that war. You might as well join them. Joe, Absolutely. what do you know about that? You can't grow a beard ever. Not even in isolate in uh I don't know. Oh, he's got a Stone Cold Steve nice Austin goatee right now. Whatever, whatever, Jason. Joe Chicklees looks exactly the way he did when he was twenty seven, and so does Walter. I don't I don't look exactly like Joe Chicklees. You too, Nathan. You just have a little more hair. Really? Yeah, just a little more hair and my back isn't as straight. Right. <laughs> I, I, I saw, I saw pictures of myself in like five don't years ago. Don't underestimate how crooked Nathan, none of you then. is straight. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, oh, man. That is actually a good one from Keith. Good one, Keith. I don't have a button for an actual good one, Keith. That's a good one. <laughs> it's probably oh, wow. more like penis. We're going to work on it. I need to go make like a you know, Keith made a singer button. What, do I, what else do I have on here? I got other banks. What are we, uh, we can do. I mean, fuck it. We'll do it live. Hold on. Wait, Keith, say that again. <laughs> if you're committed to video, you should have, like, dancing girls Nathan, come out. Nathan, none of you. Old good one, Keith. Then. Hold on. Wait, wait. We're going to give Keith his moment. Say it again. I feel like it's lost now. No, it is. No, no, it's been lost since you first said it. Do I wanna, it again. I want to give you a sound effect. Don't fucking tell me. I'm going to go back time. and delete it. Don't worry. I'm, I'm going to delete it. Nathan, uh, none of you is straight. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> Wow, the sound effect is really long. There's a lot of crickets in there. All right, all right, Joe Chicklees, what makes you feel old? What makes me feel old? I don't know. Um, I guess uh, I don't know what a Billie Eilish is, so that makes me feel kind of old. This is my Billie Eilish right here. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I'm I probably the fact that I've been local politics makes me feel old but when i go and like that, do makes, local that politics makes me feel things, like you're old yeah. i'm always yeah exactly but when i go to these things i'm always the youngest one there so somehow you know balances out i don't feel too old i guess this makes me feel old yeah. I, you know i do remember you had a post uh maybe like two <laughs> or three months ago 
and uh, I'm I'm just going to assume he's one of your constituents that just follows you. And he, over the course of about 20 minutes, left you, I think it was like 50 replies. And he was just going stream of consciousness, like from the four or five words sent. One sentence yeah. sent. And it just got crazier and crazier and crazier to where like I was like this close to like looking at his profile, finding his family and asking them to check up on him. <laughs> I thought it might have been just like uh, um, an ex-girlfriend or something who was really mad that you're not getting back to her. <laughs> no, no this, he's this a, is like, it's worse. It's worse. He's a neighbor. So oh. he's uh, one of my neighbor's but kids. Neighbors with benefits? A kid. I, think he's, I think he's like my age or a little older than my age. Or and it's a shame because, you know, moving here, I want to make friends and whatever. It's kind of nice. There's a, there's a guy next door that's the same age as me, except he's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I also, I like, yeah. the fa- I like the fact that you're like, Doing this makes me feel old because I'm not sure the precise thing that we're doing right now. I'm, t- I'm not entirely sure either, and that's part of what makes me feel old. Confusion. Yes. Um, uh, I felt old uh, yeah. a couple of days ago. I think it was like two days ago was the 27th anniversary of the first airing of the Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? 27 wow. years for Power Rangers. And I feel a lot cooler than I did not know that. <laughs> well, I knew it because I, I knew it because sorry, it, uh, I forgot to mark it was it was a seven year Facebook memory when I when the twenty year anniversary came up. Oh yeah, <laughs> the twenty year one makes you feel old. Twenty seven, right. this now it's just like okay, well, it's just what I meant to say is I read my Facebook memories like two days ago. That's what makes you feel old, right? Yeah, you're still a Facebook member. That's old. I think um, <laughs> I think I could speak for me and Walter when I say the thing that makes me feel old is that I still like ska. I don't make, I don't think you it makes me what? feel old, but I can't skank like I used to. I kind of like creak and crack. Yeah, no, it hurts, and yeah. the music does suck. But we're gonna go anyway. Oh, yeah. I, got, I got about a verse and a half of chorus of skanking, and then I started taking. <laughs> I got. Yeah, out. that's but that's not really a change from the old days. But like, that's, not, that's not, it's hard to commit. That's not an age <laughs> thing. That's that's a weird, horribly out of shape thing. Yes, because like Boston's are still touring, and the Boston's still skanks the entire two hour set. Uh, last time I saw I think them. They stopped drinking beer, I think. So they're probably like in the best health of their lives, probably. you know, whatever it is. Last time I saw them was uh, 2012. Uh, I, no, I sorry, 2009. I don't think Dickie did stop drinking beer no, at all. No. Really? No, he switched yeah. to entirely yeah. whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he, like, two thousand. I saw, I saw them in 2009, <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, they're all in their 50s. Do they still got it? And in the first, like, 20 seconds of them being on stage, I'm like, oh, yeah, they still got it. Dickie walks on stage with a cigar and whiskey in, in one hand and the microphone in the other. Nice. And I'm okay, like, then. I'm like, this is gonna be a good fucking show. And uh, dude, the Boston, like, Boston didn't stop the whole time. I'm like, I can't do this now. I was like, no, what's 2000? Uh, what's it? It was 2009. So 11 years ago, I was 26. No, I was I was 24. And like, like what? 11 years ago? Yeah, 24. We saw the Boston's 12 months ago. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wish I could. You know that. Honestly, that was like a huge realization for me. You know, I'm 34, but like sometime within the last five years, I realized that like when I was 20 or 25 or whatever, all those guys singing the songs and like rapping shit for all the shows that I was going to that were like rapping about getting fucked up and doing drugs and drinking and shit. Like they were right. Some are like older than than I am now. And like, I don't want to do that shit anymore. Come on. You can't do that shit anymore. It's crazy. Poser. Well, 
All right, so uh, I think it's about time for one of our favorite segments on the show. Uh, Let's make a rumor about Joe McCall. That's the segment. So in the segment, Joe, we uh, come up with a completely true new rumor about Joe McCall. I was really hoping you would change it to Joe Chickley's for our special guest this week. (laughs) No, 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 it's always Joe McCall. Again, uh, behind the back is probably better. That's true. That's the way to do it. Don't do it when I'm here. Yeah, Joe was almost our. Uh, this is like the third week in a row. Joe uh, McCall was almost our guest. Right. Speaking. Speaking we'll get, of we'll our guest. One day. Speaking of our guest, true story. Joe McCall is actually Joe Chickalees when he's doing politics. Oh yeah, and that is that is completely true. Yeah. Yeah. You just uh, he just combs his hair a little different way, and it's like uh, the other side. Yeah, this is like a scene. Yeah. There it Yo, is. you fucking nailed him. Joe, Joe McCall, right? Joe McCall, <laughs> where, where, where have you been? I thought you were going to make it to the show. <laughs> this is like some being John Malkovich shit. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Guys, I heard, and this is totally true, I heard Joe, um, Joe McCall has six nipples, but they're lined up horizontally. Oh, wow. Mm. Does he got like one piercing going through all six? Uh, two at a time. Either, okay. uh, he's got an industrials. Nice. Uh, so it's like a uni nipple. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like an industrial piercing, but like, but each one goes through two nips. Wow. <laughs> so, um, I heard uh, Joe uh, McCall t- can only drink light beer because if he drinks heavy beer, um, he gets shorter and shorter with the amount of beer in his belly. That is true. That's just science. That's not be... even a, that's not even a rumor. That's just science. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so. I heard that if you take a chair and you put it backwards up against Joe McCall, he can't move. (laughs) (laughs) Keith, what have you heard? Uh, I've heard that if Joe McCall is in Australia and you flush a toilet, he turns one way. (laughs) (laughs) You got this, Keith. Flush a toilet when he's in North America, he turns the exact opposite way. <laughs> Woo! Good one, Keith. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's okay, Keith. Sound it out. <laughs> Joe, what uh what rumor have you heard about Joe McCall? So my thing is and it always has been how come Keith Baird drinks soup like this? And Joe McCall drinks soup like this. Fucking nailed him. <laughs> nailed him to the wall. Wow. Oh, man. Thank and, you. Thank and, that's, you. and that's rumors about Joe McCall. Been, I can't tell you how long I'm going to say that. We weren't supposed to make mean jokes or mean rumors, but we're going to let that one slide. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, is, that is rough. Yeah, that's, I'm going to tell right. him that you said that. I, I, <laughs> I, in good consciousness, cannot hide this episode from him. <laughs> Um, the, good, the good news is Joe McCall or Keith Baird probably don't listen to this podcast. So yeah, Keith doesn't even know. Nor does anyone right else in the world. <laughs> what podcast? Yep, exactly. Oh man, um, I think that's all we got today, right? Oh yeah, this that's is, a uh, pretty good episode. That's a solid I episode. That's a really good one. Uh, so our guest today, uh, our, our willing guest, is uh, Joe Chickalis. Uh, Joe, you got anything to uh, any? Anything people should check you out on? Any uh, you up for re-election? Anything like that? I, I actually am up for re-election in November. So if you are listening to this podcast, please don't tell anyone about it. <laughs> <laughs> we want four more years of tickle cheeks. <laughs> please. Uh, our unwilling guest, as always, is Keith Baird. Uh, 
This is the part of the show where we hang up on Keith Baird. Oh, we didn't do the thing. Wait, let's do it. Are we still doing the thing? Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, hold on. Joe, do you hold think on, you can the do the thing? Stop the music. I. It's been a few years, but uh, I think I still got it. Let's right. see if we can flex our wings. Keith, we there? I sure am. Keith, uh, thanks for calling me back. And as always, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Bye, Keith. Bye, Keith. Actually, that was actually that was that the first was one we did well. Yeah. Pretty decent harmony. Here to my eye. Oh man. Okay. And now the for real ending of the show. Uh, you can check us out on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and everything at G1K Pod. Uh, always uh, uh, brought to you by Poddex. Yeah, Hashtag powered by Poddex. By Poddex. Check out poddex.com. Use the promo code uh, uh, JTP Audio. Get yourself ten percent off on those and help out the podcast uh, by helping yourself out too. Uh, once again, I'm Jason Portizo. I'm Joshua Dickinson. And I'm Walter with the last name. Our guest today was Joe Chikalis. Uh Thanks for listening. We'll check you out on the next episode. Okay, Good night, bye. Bye. JTP Audio Podcast. Thanks for listening.